The problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Uh, no countdown, huh? No. That's what I learned in broadcasting school. <laughs> Is that instead of one, you point. Every once in a while, I forget you even went. That's because I don't use it for anything, <laughs> except for editing the podcast. Yeah, because you just say three, and then you count two on your finger, and point yeah. with the last one, you right? Point. Yeah. You have five, four, three. Is that where you, it, like, is that where people go to learn radio voice, though? No, they tell you not to do that there, actually. That is crazy because it seems like everyone just goes and does it. I think the main colleges is where they tell you to do that. I went to uh, uh, like just the colleges in Maine. Yeah, <laughs> where <laughs> where white people roam. Because you know it's all white people with those voices. I'm just thinking of like, <laughs> well, good morning, welcome to WKRCP. Oh, God, I wanted to punch you in the face just then. That's all they. <laughs> welcome to the morning zoo. But I'm just imagining free range white people. Did you say that's where they roam? <laughs> <laughs> so there's just pastures of white people like just walking around that does and then, like, like picking up grass <laughs> yeah you just pick out your favorite one take well, them all that's actually any small town where there's like a, a cherry picking festival <laughs> yeah so welcome to this issue of next man oh god damn it <laughs> i'm tony I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be going over Amazing X-Men issues 1 through 5. Uh, the whole story of uh, Nightcrawler in heaven with a hidden person who can speak into right people's minds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forgot that it was so... Um, Bad. You didn't like it? No. Okay, so I actually... Hold I remembered on, it... On. We found something Justin doesn't like. Which is weird, because I remembered it being bad, and then rereading it, I was like, oh, this isn't nearly as bad as I thought it was, or that I remembered it to be. I remembered but, it being good, or acceptable. Oh. And well, I've read this, this is my third time reading it. It's the first time I thought it was bad. Maybe it's because you uh, read it too many times. Maybe. Maybe, like, if you, because I thought it was, like, kind of good, so, like, maybe... The first time you read it, it's kind of good. And then it's real good the second time you read it. And then it's bad the so third it, time you read it. So you're saying it's the Carter 3? No, because the Carter 3 was the third one, and it was good. <laughs> oh, no, I know, but you go back. It, it's go, the Carter 4. Listen to Amelia again, and it's like, oh. Oh, yeah, it's real bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, the Carter 3 is not good anymore. It was good when it came out. That's and, what I was saying, yeah. Yeah, we probably sound old right now. <laughs> anybody who's under, like, 23 right now listening is probably like what's the carter three or who's the carter three <laughs> what happened to the first two <laughs> the first two carters aren't important except for vince that was or a sports joke aaron. that will go over aaron carter that's your contribution to the carters is aaron yeah. so i gotta clarify though it wasn't bad there was just quite a few bad parts yeah um well i didn't I thought it was always weird uh, that I thought the timeline was jumbled. And then rereading it, I was like, oh, no, they actually did a decent job labeling the time structure. So it made more sense because I was always like, "Fucking, how did Nightcrawler have so much time to do all this stuff? And but they say like some time ago and then they say yeah. now. And you know. what was kind of and I also assume that, well, they said time passes different in heaven 
Yeah, but I mean, just the fact that they labeled the time change, and I wasn't yeah. remembering that they were labeling the time change. Uh, what was just kind of weird to me was that out of all the all the X Men, the most relatable character in this, uh, at least how it was written, was uh, what was her name? Starfire. Firestar. 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 All right, Firestar. I'm gonna edit that. So yeah, Starfire. Is, uh, <laughs> I knew it was DC, but I like I, it's the same name. Only not. Basically, it's yeah, backwards. Kinda, yeah. But she was like, it's weird that the person we see the less, uh, the least is like your entrance into the story. Yeah. She was the Luke Skywalker. Which is also weird because I don't think she actually ties in much in Wolverine and the X-Men, but maybe she goes on to be more active and uh, amazing. I don't remember the rest of the run that well. I mean, I think Wolverine and the X-Men would be ending not around this time, but like pretty soon. Pretty soon. Because uh, Wolverine, you know. Oh, another thing, too. I forgot. ticking down. I forgot this was written by Jason Aaron. So there's there's also that. So I don't know. Yeah, because he was writing Wolverine in the X-Men, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know if this goes in the a win category for him or. Yeah, there were, f- for at least a little L. bit, there, <laughs> at L. this point, there was five X-Men main titles going on. Because there was Wolverine in the X-Men, X-Men, Amazing X-Men, Uncanny, Uncanny X-Men, yeah. and all new X-Men. Yeah. That's a lot of X-Men. And only two great books. And Uncanny Avengers is also around this time, too. I don't know if it's ended by this point or if it's still going on. No, no, it's still going on. Yeah, so that's technically six X-Men main books. I don't think it really ends until Axis, maybe? Yeah. Goes for a while. Because that's when Havoc Havoc becomes a villain. Yeah, but he already got fucked up by that point. That's the end of this run. That's the Wolverine and Axis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, you want to get into... Yeah. Uh, well, it starts with kind of a flash, like a, like a quick... Uh, flash- Not Barry Allen. No. Like a flashback uh, <laughs> on Kurt's life to the point of his death, like just introducing the character in a kind of a cool way. So it's like all these different art panels at different moments. And uh, interesting that like the last panel is him dying in Scott's arms and like Cyclops has nothing to do with this book at all. And there's no arm in his chest. There yeah. is no arm in his chest. Yeah, they probably took it out. It was like, yeah, it's, it's rude. They just pulled the arm. <laughs> but, like, the position that Scott's in implies he had just found Kurt and was going, like, no. Yeah. So it's weird that they, like, found him, took the arm out, and then were like, hey, no. Scott, and then patched up his no. chest. <laughs> yeah. Scott, do your thing. Because <laughs> it's kind of his thing. <laughs> and he still is, like, holding on the entire time. Like, <sighs> And also... Uh, all right, so it goes into Kurt in a cloak, sitting on the edge of a cliff, looking down, and he's in heaven, and he's sort of brooding about the fact that he's in heaven, and it's it's fantastic and it's beautiful, but like he's bored. And then someone else in heaven, who oddly enough has like red hair and green eyes, but it's short hair and it's like obviously not Jean, but it's just a person who looks like that. And she's like, hey, you know, it only gets even more amazing the further you go in. And he's like, yeah, I haven't brought myself to go in just yet. And yeah. uh, it's like implied that staring out into uh, the plane that he's seeing, that is like looking back into uh, the real world and looking back on your life. Yeah, just sort of like longing for like the whole idea that like he's ex- like expected and waited and like uh, planned to go to heaven in a way that. None of that sounds quite right. Uh, that he's like anticipated going to heaven because he's Christian, so everyone believes yeah. who is believes are going to heaven. His whole life, heaven was just this great, hard to achieve thing, and now he's finally there, and he just can't enjoy it. He just misses his life. Yeah, 
And I think because there, there are thought bubbles or boxes rather this entire arc and they're so good in this one part and they're not so good in the rest of it. But yeah, so he's sitting there, he's brooding about having to deal, like deal with being in heaven and how uh, bored he finds himself. And then suddenly it's attacked by demons. Yeah. Pirates. Pirate demons. Pirate demons. Demons that... Swashbuckle. Yeah. Yeah. Swash demons. No, that didn't work. Swash them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, he kind of gets excited and leaps into action because it's the first piece of excitement and first piece of his old life that he's had in a long time. Yeah. And Since 2008. Which is weird. Well, even in their timeline, it's been at like about a year. Yeah. Right? So for about a year in heaven, he's just sort of sat on a cliff. It's been long enough to where they're like, yeah, he's dead and he's gone. Like he was there long enough to go and like get the robe. I think they the, just the complimentary, yeah, the complimentary yeah, robe. Like you're in robe. heaven. Here you go. You definitely get that at the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they're like, take off your slipper, uh, take off your shoes, put on slippers. Here's your robe. Welcome to heaven. <laughs> no, but he has his shoes, yeah. his slippers underneath his shoes, and he's wearing his old school uh, costume too. So it's like you get to pick like your favorite thing, what you want to like wear in heaven, I guess, like under your robe. Of course you do. That's cool. Yeah, because it's not what he died in. No. So, yeah, he, or he just had a set of clothes with him. <laughs> he had to go home and pack. <laughs> yeah. When you die, you have to pack first. Or, like, styles in heaven are, like, you know, two seasons older. Yeah. <laughs> he hates it, but he's got to wear it. <laughs> That's why he has, he couldn't bear to go in because he's like, fucking fashion hasn't caught up yet. I'm going to give him I'm some time. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then. Uh, yeah. So. Poppy comes along. Yeah, it uh, turns out that these demon swashbucklers are Azazel's demon swashbucklers, because who would have thought that? His pirate hat in this is really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, I'm just noticing how cool it is, and I really like it. Because um, it's like a devilish pirate hat. Yeah, it's like a... Like a it's pointy. If like Voltron was a pirate, and yeah. that was his hat. Yeah, and like so a whole flying pirate ship is just at heaven. It's like Mario all over again. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> that is, I never even thought about that. But yeah, <laughs> it is just like uh, any boss level in Mario. And uh, he realizes, like, this is too much fun. This is like the one adventure, like one last adventure I was hoping for. And I really liked, because those thought bubbles, uh, where he was talking about, like, this is the story I fe- uh, of me falling from heaven or whatever. And then at the end, it's like, and this is how I fell from heaven or... If I'm gonna be like more specific, or, like I jumped and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" <laughs> and this is yeah, that was a good that was a good dialogue the there. Who cried a river? Yeah, and drowned the whole world. Also, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it says, and this is the story of how I fell from heaven. Though I suppose, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't fall at all. I, I jumped. Li- yeah. I like that he's like uh, he's falling from heaven. And it, it, like, stops, and it goes into that movie moment where it's like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. (laughs) (laughs) Cave rewinds. Becomes Deadpool? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So It looks like him. he's about to kill a red bamf. He's like, I jumped. It's more like I murdered this dude and got kicked out. Yeah, that is a thing, too. You see red bamfs for the first time. If there's anything I know about the Bible, it's that they love killing babies in it. (laughs) Those Egyptians. That's the only thing you know. That and they hate women. <laughs> <laughs> Those Jezebels. Yeah. 
<laughs> Whatever. Uh, so, cut two. Firestar is walking up to the Jean Grey School of Mutant Excellence and Superiority. That sounds <laughs> soups racist. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, that comic where Superman, like, tells Lois Lane he wouldn't date her if she was black. Like, that kind of racist. That is a comic. That happened? Uh, Lois Lane, she turns black because, you know, they used to do stories like that. And then she becomes not black and is like, hey, would you uh, still date me if I was black? And he's like, let's talk about something else. <laughs> he changes the subject so fast. He's, yeah. So that's what I meant by soup's racist. <laughs> oh. Oh, I recently found out Oreo's racist. Yeah, I saw your thing on that. But you didn't take into account that they have extra most stuff Oreos? No, no, no. I got, no, no. I oh, only, the same. they're both double stuffed. Yeah. But the white Oreos had more cream filling. Take down. Big Are you Oreo. twisting this yeah. though? <laughs> no, no. I that's I, I did a compare and contrast. As far as Devin's concerned, Oreo canceled. <laughs> no, yeah, I but that was with I, one I with one them. sample. I ate one all sample them. over there. It, it's a whole pack, bro. I'm not even sort of playing. Like it, I thought it was bizarre. I was like, holy shit! Why were you all these Oreos? Two separate Oreo colors. We just happened to have one pack, and then we went to the grocery store because, you know, pandemic, <laughs> all the Oreos are gone. So all they had were thin Oreos. Who the fuck buys those? Mint, the chocolate ones, and that just seems like you're doubling down, right? Chocolate cookie and chocolate frosting. They should do a cover, uh, a crossover with Marvel for Thorios. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had one pack of the, the white Oreos, and I was like, oh, well, that's got to taste about the same. Also, doesn't. Regular Oreos, way to go all the time. Yeah, the white Oreos. It's the chocolate. That was also just it's like the vanilla on vanilla. You got something that was no chocolate. I know. And you were like, those taste the same, right? Chocolate but then the other one chocolate? was chocolate and chocolate, and I couldn't do that because that's too much. That chocolate. sounds bad. Yeah, you made a bad choice. Well, this is how I learned that Oreos are racist. No one really knew because no one buys those white Oreos. <laughs> anyway, maybe that's why they put more cream in it to be like <laughs> to reward you for being. Please buy these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And what's funny, too, is that they were even more crackerish because they were brittle. I <laughs> <laughs> kept breaking. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Firestar gets to the school because she's supposed to start uh, teaching. Like, she picked up a, a, a job as a teacher there. I so, feel like no one invited her, though. It does seem... It, it's, But it's even worse than that because they She was clearly invited. Yeah. yeah, and then they acted like they had no idea who she was when she showed yeah. up. Yeah. So That's she, like some shit that Kanye West. Would she is on. literally dissed by Storm. Like she yeah. first, like she's greeted by the defense system of the danger room, which is quote unquote everywhere. The danger doorbell. Yeah, because the danger room is the entire campus, and uh, it lets her in, but not without like pulling Wolverine claws on her and lasers and whatnot. It's like, oh, that that seems like overkill. Also, how weird is it that like but that they have Wolverine claws on the. An Avenger has to take a job as a teacher. Uh, I, I feel I, like she's not getting like Avengers must not oh, pay no, no, well. No, no. At the, like you got to take point, a teaching position. At this point, Tony Stark isn't funding the Avengers. Oh, Deadpool is. Oh, so there is mismanagement in the money yes. funds. Yeah, that's <laughs> why sure. Deadpool is on the Avengers right now because <laughs> he's funding them. So yeah, that would that would explain a lot of why she had to take a teaching job. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> that's so funny anyway the danger room it's like okay you're who you say you are you can come in and she gets in and uh she's yeah. trying to ask like well where she's to like go. it can't be that weird at, at the school right? yeah <laughs> and then it's all suddenly the weirdest 
Wolverine and uh, Storm, they come walking past. Uh, they're clearly banging. And she tries to, but they're arguing because, uh, and she tries to like interject to ask like, you know, where she's supposed to go. Cause she's never even been to the school, let alone know where she's supposed to teach her class. If there's like an orientation or something beforehand. Uh, and Storm's just like, not now. Like just like kind of yells it at her because Wolverine apparently took an entire class to go see a Kung Fu movie marathon during their finals exams. Yeah. And uh, I just want to point out, Devin's not assuming by some context that maybe Wolverine and, and Storm, Storm are banging. Uh, he says, you're tense, Aurora. Maybe we should finish this argument in the showers. And she says, it's second period. I have an ethics class to teach. And he says, I'll skip the foreplay. And she says, no, you most certainly will not. Yeah, so they're so banging. They're yeah. banging. He's yeah, not assuming that. some shit. Yeah, no, she's saying, there. no, we will bang. There will be foreplay. Just not as soon as you want it to be, because ethics. It's going to be all four. Also, you ever notice it's always ethics class? Yep. Like, that's the class they always bring up in a situation that seems somewhat unethical. Or, like, like somewhat tense. Like, a teacher's teaching ethics. Well, because it was just what Emma Frost was teaching, but now she's gone, and now all of them have to teach ethics. And <laughs> none of them are qualified, <laughs> because they're letting Wolverine be in charge. Yeah. Well, I would uh I would let Storm teach ethics. I mean, maybe. She's also going to like, stab a somebody crazy like once, ego, right? Though. She considers herself a goddess. That's that's like crazy ego. Yeah. Like that's like what my one issue with Storm is like <laughs> she is too egotistical. She's great in almost know. every other way, but like she legitimately thinks people should worship her. No, she does not. She does. She gets she's nowhere near Wolverine's gets, level. She gets a hell of a kick out of it. She just says, I'm a goddess, because people called her that. Wolverine's the guy over here. I'm right. I'm never wrong. <laughs> it is great, though, yeah, in well, this, that she's made useless, like, right away. Because she, she does talk about being a goddess and stuff, and uh -huh. then they go into hell, and she's like, I have no powers. I can't help at all. Yeah, it turns out, no weather in hell. Yeah, it can't, <laughs> or it can't rain. Too hot. It evaporates. <laughs> But you know what? I actually like that part because it shows that like she's actually like it's one of those things. She's actually a really strong character who just it's the ego thing of like she's got such an immense power and rarely has to show how strong as an individual she is. Yeah. Well, Whoa. she's Omega yeah. level. She's had no powers for multiple times. No, I know. And those moments are always great. But I'm saying like she's got like a huge ego because most of the time she has immense power and like oh, really yeah. digs it. Anyway, so she gets this by them. She's kind of ignored by Iceman and Warbird, because, like, Warbird's, like, trying to bang Iceman now. And so hard. <laughs> yeah. And he's... I love that, like, uh, you can't just barge into my room. She's like... Then uh, Warbird tells yeah, Iceman, don't well, leave then, it unlocked. then don't leave it unlocked. And he's like, it was locked. She's like, a locked door doesn't burst down with only two kicks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, like... Look. And um, I, I want to point out, uh, we're... Doing, we're recording this episode on National Horny Day. <laughs> is and, that a uh, day? Yeah, today is National Horny Day, and a lot of this book kind of goes along with that. Oh, yeah, uh, because, I mean, even Dupe seems to be, like... He's trying to fuck in, a tree, right? Trying to fuck a tree or something. No, he's just... <laughs> he, like, she's just uh, thrown off because Dupe, who, I mean, if you don't know, is basically Slimer from Ghostbusters. Yeah, pretty much Slimer. Yeah, and he's just yelling at a tree that is Krakoa, I think. 
and so that just throws her off too. And so, and then uh, fucking what's his face? North Star blasts past. He's the only one who's even remotely nice to her. Yeah, he he's the only one who actually acknowledged. <laughs> he runs at her at a thousand miles an hour and acknowledges her more than everybody else did. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like that Rachel Grace uh, gave Angel a headache. Yeah. She's yelling at everybody to get to class, and he, like, starts talking back. He's like, oh, why is my head hurting? Yeah, she threatens everyone uh, that if they're not in class, they're all going to get a migraine. And then, yeah, he starts talking back, and he's like, my head's hurting. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But he, like, wasn't talking back because he's not Warren right now. He's just Angel. Yeah. So he's saying, like, oh, you're all precious seedlings and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was being too nice to him. And then there's a beast. She finds beast, but beast doesn't want to talk because he's just enraged because he's going to kill them all. And who he's talking about are the Banffs, who the X-Men have never known what the Banffs were or what their deal was since they started the Jean Grey school. But they just knew that they were there ever since. And they were like, oh, well, they seem to be harmless and they remind us of Nightcrawler. So we'll leave them be. And he's being real loose with the genocide jokes, considering how mad he is at Scott. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Judgmental. But but that he's going to kill them all because coffee. Because that's the joke. He stole his coffee, man. You're real cranky when you don't have your coffee. Apparently, even Hank McCoy becomes more of a bitch when he (laughs) doesn't have his coffee. And she achieved the impossible, being more of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it, I, I mean, uh, apparently he, he named the coffee maker. Yeah, maybe one day we'll cover. It's just only a friend. Like That's these. what it is. Maybe. I think we did uh, a little while it's ago. It's older stuff. Yeah. He was he was cool in um, Dark Phoenix. He was all right in yeah. Astonishing. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. man, lately he sucked. Yeah. I mean. Even in Astonishing, though. Or no, was, you're saying Whedon's Astonishing. I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, in the, the tail end of New X Men, he was bitchy and also claiming to be gay just to like dig at some reporter chick. Yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah, classic beast. <laughs> Which is like one of the highlights. One of the only things I look back at that run and I'm like, that was kind of. It's fun. the only thing I can remember him doing is like him claiming that and literally everyone going, "Dude, you're not gay." I remember. He's th- like, you don't know. I remember th- Have that. you seen me fuck a woman? <laughs> I remember that. And I remember him, uh, how fast his swerve on Emma Frost was. Because he was like, like, oh, everybody hates Emma. And he's like, well, I like Emma. And then it seemed for a second like she might be a villain. And he's like, I knew it. I always hated that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he was trying to like romance her and whatnot. And he's claiming to be gay. That's like, because dude, Scott, pick a lane. Scott has banged her, and he wants whatever Scott. <laughs> well, no, he Scott hadn't yet. He hadn't yet. Only psychically. Yeah, but still, that's enough for him. Uh, it, all right, so anyway, uh, they find Beast's coffee maker, and it turns out that the Bamps did take it, but they've been taking technology for a while now from all sorts of places, and they built this weird portal thing. And then Beast calls a bunch of X-Men over to be like, all right, so we got a portal here, and we're trying to figure out what it's for, because apparently these Bamps are smart and like because at this point they've only ever said the word Banff why they were called that and uh, whiskey because cute you know and uh, I think Marvel just wanted to have like a, a plush toy and they were like well, let's come up with a thing and so Banff although they didn't sell any oh they had to have they had to have I would have bought one there must be like Banff plush toys out like on Etsy or something otherwise that is a cr- crazy like missed opportunity yeah i would agree because that's like a baby yoda right there wolverine the x-men was a pretty successful book that was that was big 
I mean, I think they even made that because they had that Wolverine of the X-Men cartoon. Because I think the cartoon was out before they did the whole schism thing. Was I, I figured it'd be after, but... Oh, I haven't seen the Wolverine of the X-Men cartoon. Oh, anyway. Uh, so, they're all there trying to figure out what's up with this portal. And then Firestar's like, so, I mean, I got a, a physics class to be teaching? Can someone, like, point me in the direction of where that even is? I think she's teaching ethics, actually. No, no, she's actually she's actually teaching like math or something. She's the like, only, she's only one, one that, not teaching ethics. She actually learns because she's the only one out of all of them that didn't go for a, to a school for mutants. Yeah. So all of them know ethics, and that's it. And then like Warbird gets all in her face, like you better not be trying to fuck Bobby. And she's like, what? What? She's like, he's fair game, sis. <laughs> and like does a snap. <laughs> yeah, she says he's his, or her mating partner. Yeah. Uh. So a lot, a lot of like uh, pretext to sex in this episode yep, or in this issue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and suddenly the portal activates. We're like, it's running, and then Beast's like, "All right, I cut the power, so it should shut off." And it doesn't shut off, and it's like, "Oh, these little things." They like made it so that it's pulling power ambiently from around. So I gotta like shut the power in all of the fucking tri-state area off to cut the power from it, and then before he can. It sucks some of the X-Men through it, and Wolverine and Northstar end up in, like, this heavenly place that they don't know where it is yet, but, I mean, spoilers, it's fucking heaven. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're like, uh, this is weird, there are, I, there are no, like, uh, Northstar just starts flying around, he's like, there's no people. And then Wolverine's like, and there are no bugs. Yeah, he says it doesn't, he, he doesn't hear bugs or smell a man. yeah. And then uh, pirate demons show up. Big old pirate ship, and that's the uh, the end of Amazing Issue 1. Well, uh, they do say on the pirate ship, because uh, it's one of the pirates oh, yeah, yelling yeah. out, uh, stand blue. with your precious blue elf and be for uh, be lost forever. And Wolverine's like, blue elf, you don't think. It's yeah, like, that yeah actually Wolverine, ha- we do think. <laughs> that happens a lot, actually. especially like specifically with Wolverine like references to Nightcrawler that aren't directly like Kurt Wagner or Nightcrawler that'd be crazy if this book had nothing to do with Nightcrawler (laughs) and he's just like it's a different blue elf yeah they can't mean it couldn't be no way nobody can it's a legitimate Christmas elf yeah yeah they're just blue it's he's sad he's not even the color (laughs) (laughs) it was an elf who was taken off the shelf he's just blue about it so, uh, amazing X-Men, I almost said Spider-Man, <laughs> issue two. Because they shouldn't have named an X-Men run amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, Storm, Iceman, and Firestar, they're in hell. So, like, the, the Vortex just pulled people into the afterlife and didn't care where it dumped them. So, apparently, the Bamps, not actually that good at technology. Yeah, they're pretty shitty at it. Yeah. So... They suddenly realize, like, okay, we're in a really fucked up area, and then Storm's like, oh, like, I can't use my powers, because no weather in hell. And Bobby's, like, steaming. Yeah. And uh, then they see, like, an army of demons sort of coming at them, and they're like, yes, we're fighting an army of demons. Uh, And then they also notice that there's a river of blood, like, right behind them. It's like, so... Yeah, we're just stuck. Yeah, and they're like, all this stuff is pirate-themed. That's well, that's weird. <laughs> well, right, right uh, before that, like, so the pirate ship shows up, and then the demons just sort of bypass them, and it actually turns out to be a fight between hell demons and pirate demons, 
and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> so it's not even our fight? And then uh, Storm decides, never mind, it is our fight. Yeah, because I... Uh, and we'll just take them both on. There's either, like, just some afterlife army or, like, Nightcrawler put together something. They're not really clear on where they came from. That's um, Azazel's army and then the army. hell. No, his the army, but the, what, what they're fighting. No, no, they're fighting Azazel's. They're fighting themselves? Yeah. No, Azazel, Azazel's fighting demons. Azazel Well, has, then, yeah, that was the group I was talking about that you're correcting me. I knew about Azazel's army, obviously. No, uh, Nightcrawler's army is the X-Men, but that doesn't get revealed until book five. I'm sorry, but you just said army. Spoiler oh, alert. <laughs> yeah. You slipped into Kermit there for a second. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, they were fighting the army. <laughs> Storm's being pretty badass with no powers. That's what, yeah, I'm that's all I'm saying. She is badass. Swinging a mace around and shit. But I I like her more when she doesn't have powers. When she has powers, she's kind of an asshole. Well, it's one of those things. Well, I, I guess never mind. I was going to say she'd be too overpowered, but so is Bobby, but they like to pretend he's not Oh, all the time. Bobby's powers are insane. Yeah, we'll see in a second. <laughs> yeah, so they just decide demon's a demon. We're fighting all the demons. And Storm makes her way up onto the ship while Firestar and Bobby are still just fighting normal hell demons. And uh, it cuts to Wolverine and uh, Northstar, and they're fighting pirate demons in heaven. Yeah, uh, which they... It's super obvious that the... Because they have a main pirate demon, and it's super obvious that it's Jack the Ripper, and they don't want to say it. Yeah. They're <laughs> I'm Captain Jack. Uh, yeah, he's Captain Jack. But Sparrow. Uh, yeah, he's, he's Captain Jack, and he says, uh, like, I haven't seen this since my days in Whitechapel. And, yeah. like, he makes a, a reference to killing Mary. It's like, dude, we get it. You're Jack the Ripper. Why don't you guys just say he's Jack the Ripper? Oh, yeah, later, like, when he's fighting Wolverine, and he's like, you hear voices, too? The voices in my head told me, like, put her heart in the fire or something. Like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it is weird, because they, like, because later, you know, you get, obviously... Captain Billy the Kid, yeah, and Captain Caligula, who like doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Like, he gets no Captain panel Caligula time. With these <laughs> shitty superhero name. <laughs> but like, yeah, it, it, well, I don't know why they didn't want to call Captain Stabby Captain Jack the uh, Ripper. <laughs> yeah, because they do call him. Uh, oh, what was the? They were talking about the fight between them. Yeah. Oh, so there is a, kind of a gay joke that happens, right? Like North Star is like flying around and is like, this has always been a fantasy of mine. Uh, fighting pirates while, like, while flying and stuff. Like, you know, Peter Pan reference. Um, yeah, it's a, a whole, yeah and, he's acting if they have, uh, the guy has a hook on his hand. Yeah, they have a captain with a hook and he's like, I don't know about hooks, but I got these knives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> captain with knives. Yeah, because Wolverine pulls out his claw and he's like, mine are bigger. Yeah, but that's when they say, uh, uh, "Did you meet this guy yet?" Sergeant Snick meets Captain Stabby Pants, and uh, that is officially uh, the, our our song. We always talk about Stabby Stabby. Yeah, that's gonna be by Sergeant Snick and uh, featuring Captain Stabby Captain Stabby Pants. Yeah, it's <laughs> a tough one to say. We it is. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm all mush mouthed right now. <laughs> Just so horny. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that would make my... <laughs> I mean, maybe your mind gets know. all mushy when you're horny. Uh, all right, I want to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, cut to... Captain Billy the Kid. Captain Billy the Kid fighting Storm. And then uh, they overpower Storm because no powers. 
and they just kidnap her. They're like, all right, well, we got this one. Time to sail away. And this is one of the... She smacks an eyeball out, I got to say. Huh? She swung that mace and smacked a dude's eyeball out of his head. Yeah, she's badass. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That was very dope. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So they start sailing off, and Firestar realizes, like, oh, no, they got... um, Storm, yeah, and the kid has four arms for some reason. Six arms, does he have six arms? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's six arms. I just see four. Six, he's got three pistols on his left or revolvers on his yeah, left he, side, three on each side. Uh, they always draw it weird, Fucking so you weird. can't yeah. see like all six at the same time because it's a pain in the ass, man. I'm, I'm currently drawing a comic with people with four arms, and it's everybody has four. I arms. know you were gonna say, I knew it right <laughs> the moment after I said it. But anyway, it's it's a pain in the ass drawing the extra arms. Uh, is it the hands? No, or it's not the hands. Suck. Actually, it's it's the positioning of the arms because it's boring if everyone's arms are always just down at their sides at all times. So you got to have like, each arm gesturing, and then trying to figure out a way that makes sense for all four arms to be gesturing. Just say middle fingers on the second too. Just say they're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway. Firestar realizes that they're leaving and they have Storm, and then that Bobby is, like, barely hanging on because of the heat of hell, and so she takes him and she flies away. Meanwhile, Wolverine is fighting uh, Captain Stabby Pants and then starts hearing a voice in his head while he's, like, literally walking the plank. So it's crazy that, like, Captain Stabby Pants is, like, forcing Wolverine onto the plank in the first place and kind of knocks him down and Wolverine catches himself and... He's, he's hearing a voice, and it's taking him for fucking ever to realize it's Xavier. I know, it's so It's like, obvious. how do you not know the voice of Xavier, especially if he's done this to you, like, so many fucking times? Was he, that like, prissy fake British voice? accent. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna speak with a Russian accent, or I'm gonna be Irish to try to confuse Wolverine. It's like they were trying to build up to a reveal, but, like, it was obvious. They, they revealed it early on in a panel, like, you saw Xavier, but, like... Wolverine still hasn't pieced it together in his own mind till so long after that. And just like, so Xavier keeps telling him, like, listen, when you realize where you are, don't fall. Don't fall. The moment you know you are where you are, don't fall. You're in heaven. <laughs> and then he gets knocked off the plank. And he's <laughs> like, I just told you. <laughs> but like, they build up to that, like, Wolverine has never thought he'd be worthy enough to see heaven and, and he's so he not finally he's thrown saw, there by accident yeah so like i get that and then north star chases him down too and then uh cut to like nightcrawler like it's been referenced a few times that like nightcrawler is around you know like captain stabby pants calling him the blue elf and stuff and they tell wolverine like oh he's dead and then you see nightcrawler uh at the end of this issue and he's like time for us to go get a ship and he like you know he sees a ship off in the distance, and you assume like it storms uh, with Captain Billy the Kid. And, but here's here's what I don't understand: North Star can fly super fast. Firestar can fly. I mean, at least as fast as someone can run. I'm assuming, maybe faster. It should be faster. Should be faster. Ships sail slow. Yeah, but these are flying ships. Still moving slow. Big old ship, and these are, are flying people. How how can Firestar not reach the storm? I mean, the the ship Storm is in when that's obviously where she's going because they're like, oh no, they're taking Storm. And how can Northstar not grab Wolverine real quick and then go back to the ship? 
Because neither of them end up back in the boat they were just in. Well, why? <laughs> Even then, when they're stuck down, he doesn't just grab them and fly back up. He runs everywhere, and he's like, I don't know. That I can understand, right? Because it's like the nowhere. So it's like it could be endless. But, like, the ship is right there, though. Like, you are right. Like, oh, no, Wolverine, I gotcha. All right, we're back on the ship. Like, <laughs> like it is literally right after Wolverine falls, North Star flies down to get him. It should have been done in, like, seconds. Or maybe, like, he, Xavier. He overcompensated and in a mile away. <laughs> or maybe Xavier, you know, instead of going in Wolverine's head and uh, distracting him, Maybe going to Azazel's, or, uh, or not Azazel's, but uh, Captain Jack. Uh, yeah, Captain <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Go into his head and maybe freak him out a little bit, distract him from the fight. It's like, oh, wait, <laughs> this is another voice. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many voices. Uh, yeah. So we skipped over Super Iceman, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that, that does happen. My bad. Well, first, too. Iceman, like, a demon just bites Iceman? Like, just starts, like, eating him? Like, because they're like... He's a snow cone. This dude's just... Yeah, he's a snow cone. And it's hell. Like, that has to be, like, kind of refreshing. Right? Like, <laughs> like you're in hell for what's supposed to be an eternity. And then one day, a man made of ice shows up. Oh, man. How is that like not, like, real a estate. little blessing? You yeah, know? but I think, like, since it's hell, as you're, like... Like, if he shot, like, an ice thing at you and you grabbed it and you went to put it in your mouth, it, like, melts as you're about to put it in. Mm -hmm. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking the Iceman thing happens in the next issue. But, yeah. That, that was pretty dope. The, the whole, like, he literally freezes hell over. Yeah. And then I think there's a, a moment, too, like, later, where uh, Captain Billy the Kid says something to, uh, like, like, Storm says something and he's like, when hell freezes over. And it's like, ha, just happened. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, it, it did. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where he shows how powerful he is, and then we're going to forget it the rest of the book. Yeah. Yeah, they, well, it just, like, knocks him out. Well, it's it's later uh, succeeded by a dumber thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can say it. Yeah, the uh, catching hell on fire. Yeah. Which it already was, but she just burnt. More? Yeah. So I give it. So I'm gonna give hell more fire. She overcooked it. I'm gonna microwave it. <laughs> That's a burnt, burnt hell right there. <laughs> it's so stupid. She was like, "If Bobby could freeze hell, I can. I can set it on fire." <laughs> yeah, yours is way easier than what he did. Yeah, and also he's way stronger than. You. And how do you gauge that? How do you know what's your fire versus its already own fire? I mean, like it's like a slightly different color. She just pretended. That's what she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just scorched her clothes and was like, I did it, you guys. Yeah, it's on fire. <laughs> she just pretended. Yeah. Oh. All right, anyway. Issue three. <laughs> we get uh, Azazel. He's finally monologuing, telling his bad guy plan. And talking about, like, giving exposition for what this even all is. And so you learn that... He's decided to take it upon himself to become the supreme ruler of all things afterlife. Just like, you know, being a pirate. And like, I'm going to steal souls from heaven. I'm going to steal souls from hell. I'm going to steal souls from purgatory. Like, it's all mine. I'm just going to reign supreme over all of the afterlife. And, you know, sail around and collect all the souls. And then it turns out, like, and he's, he's talking about, like, our en enemies will, like, tremble before us. And then there's a bamf in the sky. And uh, not, like... 
one of the creatures, but just, you know, the teleportation thing happens. And it turns out to be Beast had gotten teleported in this location where Azazel and Caligula's ship is. And he starts clawing his way out from the frozen waters of, I, I forget what it's called. Um, and he starts clawing his way up the side of the ship. And then he gets up and uh, Azazel's like, all right, so obviously we're going to kill you. And he's like, oh, well, no. And he starts <laughs> fighting Azazel and the, the pirates that are on that ship. Uh, also still says like he's, he complains about coffee. Does that bug me? Yeah, it's, uh, that's all he did. He's still mad about that. He doesn't care he's that still, he... Yeah, he's like so cold and also coffee. He still hasn't had his coffee. Don't talk to Beast before he's had his coffee. I just, I hate that as a joke. Yeah, I, I hate, it, it is a... Because it's a, a dumb joke. Dead horse. The reason, the, the biggest reason is because the people who say that joke, that joke is their personality. Their personality <laughs> is hack? Yeah. Oh. Their whole personality is like, oh, you can't talk to me until I've had my coffee. You should just treat them all like junkies then. <laughs> like, take it super serious. <laughs> I'll suck your dick. We just lost coffee. all the coffee drinkers. <laughs> uh, we're drinking coffee we're right drinking now. We're drinking coffee currently. <laughs> yeah. You can drink coffee and not be a bitch about it. <laughs> so, anyway, Beast starts uh, fighting all the, the pirates that are on there, and he's actually doing a decent job until he gets stabbed in the back. Because Azazel can teleport, and Beast can't do that. <laughs> Which is some garbage. To be honest, Azazel should have stomped Beast much faster. Yeah, but I mean, he's also fighting for his life, so... I mean, you gotta respect that Beast is still a powerful mutant. He's just, yeah, but as against a person, a teleporter. terrible. Like, wasn't there something where Nightcrawler from a different universe was just... Uh, or alternate reality was ridiculously strong? Because he didn't care about killing. Yeah. He could, like, teleport your head off your body. The Apocalypse Universe. He was in uh, un- he, he was in Uncanny X-Force. So here's Azazel, an evil Nightcrawler, basically. Yeah. I don't see how he's not just killing Beast instantly. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. That, that's actually a really good point. Well, one thing I want, and I realize I'm the only person who wants this. I want the story where Azazel has to fight Will I Am. To see who is the real <laughs> father of Nightcrawler. That's funny. Also, possible cinematically because they did both characters. They did. They All did three of them. Was was yeah. Will I Am Azazel? No, no. Will I Am was a different teleporter, but he was he is Nightcrawler's dad in the Wolverine game. Oh, Will I Am? What was his code name? Where I was. <laughs> 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 where I was being the tele like a, a teleporter's name exactly pretty funny. <laughs> I'm about to look up what his uh what his name was. Where I was. <laughs> that is a that is a that's a top notch joke, man. <laughs> Thank you. It only gets better the little like the, the more you think about it. Uh, so uh but interesting enough, that evil version or at least ruthless version of Nightcrawler also was trying to kill Beast, but he was trying to kill Dark Beast. Oh. Yeah, that's a coincidence. I was going to say, isn't everybody like, want to kill Beast? Yeah. Whether they say it or not. Yeah, but like that's the whole reason he stuck around, because Dark Beast, like, they, they did a whole like oh. run-in with the Apocalypse universe, and Dark Beast yeah, do stayed that. in oh, this yeah. universe, and he's like, I'm hunting that bitch down. Will I Am plays Kestrel, John Wraith. Kestrel? Yeah, John Wraith in the, is his actual name, but oh. his superhero name is Kestrel. K-E-S-T-R-O. I've never heard of him. It's awful. 
Sometimes yeah. comics are stupid. He was played by Will I Am. Sometimes comics are stupid. <laughs> um, so, anyway, Beast gets stabbed in the back, and he falls into uh, that wa- same like super icy, like death water again. And then Azazel's all like, "All right, Captain Caligula, you do your, you do you. I'm, I'm just gonna teleport to another ship and do whatever I want now." And uh, you see Beast's hand start to crawl back up the ship. So like he's not which dead, is some but good dialogue right there too. As that happens, uh, what's he's like talking smack, Captain Caligula. He says, "You're liable to wake the beast in me." In the next panel, you show Beast's hand climbing up the ship. Yeah, as like metal music starts playing. <laughs> that could be a album cover right there. Beast crawling up those two those two panels together. Yeah. Dude, what you what you learn later is like how the vamps are even created is probably the most metal thing. Like they're see, origin. that's the part. Yeah. Where I thought was uh, where this whole thing. Yeah, it's just stupid, sure, crap. but like when you when you say it out loud, what it is. But like, what is? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, uh, Nightcrawler he ends up teleporting to Captain Kidd's ship after all, and he saves Storm uh, by you know fighting those demon pirates, and she gets free, and then they both basically take over the ship. But Captain Kidd's all like, "You guys aren't stopping me. I got six arms." And he keeps shooting. He's like, nothing's going to... I'll use every one of those arms to bitch smack you. Too bad, though, he only has two legs because <laughs> just, as, <laughs> just as he says, nothing's going to knock me off this ship, uh, uh, the other ship, Captain Caligulus, crashes into his because who knew they were in the same location? And he just falls off his boat like, oh, no. Turns out something's going to knock me off the ship. But, like, all right, let's say you're in hell. You're an evil dude in hell, mm-hmm. and you have to pick three people to draft your captains of your evil team. You're gonna pick Caligula, Billy the Kid, and Jack the Ripper. I, I can kind of so. see Jack the Ripper. Billy the Kid hardly killed anybody. I can't see. You know what? I would actually go opposite with you there. Billy the Kid though led a gang, and you're talking about a captain of a ship. Yeah, but also I and feel like Jack the Ripper seems like a solo artist. You know, like. Billy the Kid, I think, was just kind of, like, a bad dude, but he wasn't, like, evil. I mean, you got your Stalins, you got your Hitler. Like, you're not going to get them for your pirate team? You see, but they would want... You got literal pirates. You didn't get an actual fucking pirate? They they would want to be Azazel, though, right? Those guys, they'd they'd try to take his place. Caligula would, too. I mean, but did you see him? He looked pretty bitchy. Like, what is he going to do to, like... Because are you saying he looks more bitchy than Hitler? Because Hitler was pretty bitchy. (laughs) (laughs) But remember... With that emo cut. Like, and Jack the Ripper, also probably kind of a diva, right? Being the the solo artist that he is. Like, he'd want all the attention. So I don't know I would go with him for that reason. But he got transformed by Azazel. Like, they bring that up. Because Azazel's all like, maybe if you are good enough... I mean, not Azazel. Uh, Jack the Ripper brings it up to Wolverine and uh, North Northstar that maybe Azazel will transform you guys too, make you captains. And then when he realizes they're friends of Nightcrawler, he's like, "Never mind. He's gonna want you." Billy's like, "I got one wish: more arms." <laughs> yeah, Billy the Kid. Yeah, probably. Fuck ton yeah. of arms. More arms means more guns. Exactly. Well, only, see, that's why he recruited Billy because he, he can actually three. do something. Yeah, but then look at Caligula, and he's just sort of a sad dude with a beer gut. I would have I would have got for my evil team 
the guy who played Bane in the shitty Batman movie. Because <laughs> uh, that dude was huge. So he was <laughs> clearly in hell? He, I, I mean, you can just grab him. against his will yeah just transform him he would have been cool uh i mean there's there's other people that you could get um macho man randy savage i mean he's probably in heaven but if you can get your hands on him you take him Ooh. Chris Benoit. There I was go. literally yeah, just thinking, Benoit. I was thinking Chris Benoit because he said because I was like, ooh, you know who is in hell? <laughs> you get Chris You're going wrestler. Chris Benoit, perfect person to put on your team. Oh, <laughs> that that. How is this the one thing making me feel uncomfortable? He was in the Four Horsemen, so he know you know he can work. The four. He could take orders. I remember thinking like, what a bunch of like the biggest group of just like crackers <laughs> it, was led by, it was led by rick flair oh man just and kind of doughy the other two yeah arn anderson yeah <laughs> but yeah get chris benoit how could we make this team better all right so we got chris benoit definitely drafted on that team <laughs> okay um oh what's the one dude the one dude who dressed up like the general all, all like like a general all the time um sergeant slaughter no 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 he's <laughs> still in wrestling because uh, he's still alive. The, the, that other dictator he got he got killed brutally oh uh gaddafi gaddafi yeah like i'm saying gaddafi he replaces the, Cal- the butt he replaces caligula and then maybe his power is he's got a knife coming from his butt <laughs> oh, Shit, nice. that's an awesome he's like uh he's like spike but with knives and just the butthole uh, yeah <laughs> all right justin we need one more person for this team we got chris benoit Gaddafi. hey man i already threw chris benoit this is a tough one <laughs> it is because i feel tough. like you need skills you can't just pick a general like that's why i feel like billy the kid because he had some skills benoit put you in the crossface oh yeah he'll, he'll get you in the crossface sharpshooter diving headbutt you think he still does that hell? So it's like a very tough little subset. Only allowed to do the diving headbutt. You got to have skills and be a piece of shit. So that's hard. Controversial, maybe <laughs> Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh shit! That high kick. <laughs> that high kick. He would be interested in moonwalks. Done. Like you'd never be able to get him. He's just moonwalking away from you all the time, and you're like, how is he even moving? You might be too interested in the bamps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll get back to this when we think of a third. You person. know what? Though, that's the reason why he wasn't picked. <laughs> was the Bamps? Was the Bamps? <laughs> <laughs> Azazel was like, "Hey, man, I love your work. I'm thinking about like, how would you feel? Hey, what are you doing to my kids?" <laughs> oh Jesus! Or well, at least he considered the Bamps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, even I'm not that evil. <laughs> Mangala, Mangala is the last one. Can work in a team. Evil as fuck. Okay, just taking orders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, quotation. quotation. It's very hard. It's very important that we get the quotes apart on that. We make sure that those come across. Yeah. Yeah, so it turns out uh, Caligula's ship bumps into Billy the Kid's ship because Beast fucked them all up. You even have a, a pirate demon running off of that ship onto Billy the Kid's like, ah, oh, get him away from me. And it's like a feral beast and... They're like, oh no, we're gonna have to fight feral beast. I'm just all I can think about is if Chris Benoit got the extra powers from Azazel, he'd look like the monsters from Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. the one that was uh, Charles Barkley. 
Yes. <laughs> he would look just like that. Um, Is this your man? <laughs> uh, so anyway, issue four, we see Wolverine kind of frozen as he's walking through snow, basically. Like, it's just some, like, void area underneath heaven where he eventually had plummeted after falling off of the, uh, well, getting knocked off of Captain Stabby Pants' uh, plank. And then you see... See if it was Chris Benoit, he'd German suplex him off. <laughs> <laughs> but then he'd also be down there, you know. He does a diving cat butt But off. CTE, so he wouldn't have been thinking that well in the first place. That's why... You know what? What we're really doing is we're explaining why Azazel didn't pick these guys. <laughs> I'm just saying Chris Benoit would have been... It could have worked. <laughs> he's like, I was going to go with Chris Benoit. He's the crippler cross... Like, he's, he's the crippler, but his brain... He was already taken, he, that's what it was. He's gonna like knock himself out. Like he he's going to suplex someone off of his ship and now he's stranded. <laughs> anyway, so this is where so Wolverine and, and North Star, they're like in this area of like all snow. Like North Star crashes down. He's like, This is like my whatever time, like twentieth time flying around and I and there's nothing in any direction. And cut to hell, and this is when Firestar's like well, if Iceman, because he's dying, could freeze hell, I can set it on fire. <laughs> and there was a guitar riff that played after that. <laughs> uh, and then Beast is fighting Nightcrawler. So there's a lot of jumping around in this issue, where most of the issues were like kind of focused, at least for half of it, on one character. I do like that she looks at a man made of ice. Mm-hmm. And is like, he's melting. I gotta do something to save him. I know. (laughs) Set everything on fucking fire. Yeah. (laughs) So, Beast is fighting Nightcrawler now, like, because Nightcrawler's all like, he's my buddy, he's gonna be okay, and then, like, oh, never mind, he's attacking me. (laughs) And, uh... Nightcrawler's reaction to Beast attacking him kind of reminds me of when Joe Exotic's being attacked by his tigers. (laughs) And he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, come on, stop playing around. (laughs) (laughs) He really... Was too calm about that. <laughs> yeah, he's way too calm. And, li- and it was so crazy. Literally, no one was helping. They yeah. were like waiting to watch a guy get eaten. Yeah, they're really pulling a storm. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least Storm's like, you know, this might have something to do with a sword in his back. And Nightcrawler's <laughs> just like, there's no sword in a person's back. He's my buddy. That can stop <laughs> friendship. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it turns out. So flashback to. It, it turns out it's because he didn't have his coffee yet. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, we actually glossed over a big thing in the last issue. So when Nightcrawler is uh, saving uh, Storm and everything, there's like a moment of like romance between the two of them where he's like, remember when I wanted to fuck you? <laughs> yeah, back from way before even like Kitty showed up, right when they were started giant yeah, size. Yeah, it was like way before I met my sister. <laughs> Speaking as Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you listen to our Christmas episode, you know that Storm has... Uh, a big room that's just like plants and stuff that she was staying in, and this shows it's you an that, attic. Yeah, the attic. Yeah, the attic. <laughs> uh, thank you for specifying the room. I was talking. This about. is we actually <laughs> but, there was a a large point of contention because I was like, how come she gets the whole attic? How come the attic is just Storm's attic? And this explains why. Yeah, because Nightcrawler. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure well, they in- explained before, but we read this first. Yeah, it, it's important that it's the attic because that's why she liked it. Those big windows, she can fly out, fly in, get the sun. Yeah, but I think I was always mad that, like, how come they didn't just call it a greenhouse? How come they kept calling it the attic? 
But this sort of explains that, that literally it was just a room at the top of the mansion that was used for storage. And Storm was wanting to leave because she didn't, she, she felt out of place. He's like, she wasn't what if, being worshipped anymore. What if I got you a shittier room? Would you want to stay? <laughs> and filled it full of plants. I mean, I know you're like, wasn't she from a desert? Uh, like the, or like a, the savannah, right? So it's more plains. I mean, I think barely it, plants. it was a desert, but I mean, she... Oh, right. Never mind. She made it rain. She made it rain. That's why she's a goddess. Never mind. It tracks. <laughs> anyway, we forgot to mention that, that there was that like personal flashback between Storm and uh, Nightcrawler in that yeah. issue. And in happy, this happy, issue oh, happy, happy, happy National Horny Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of horny days, so uh, there's a flashback between Beast and Nightcrawler, and everyone's going to go out and... Beast and Nightcrawler are like, oh no, we're going to stay home. And Jean's like, are you sure? I mean, is it because of the way you look? Because you know you look like freaks? Because, I mean, we love you. It's okay. <laughs> you can come yeah. out. And they're like, no, we just want to stay in. And then uh, cut. Alone. Yeah. Just us two. <laughs> uh, cut to, they're in the danger room. And it's like they're playing obstacle chess. So, like, that's that's all it is. They're, like, doing circusy shit while moving chess pieces. And uh, Beast wins. Hits him in a checkmate. And, like, what was the... Yeah, it was, like, if... The stakes. If Nightcrawler won... Yeah, the stakes of the game. Yeah, if Nightcrawler won, Beast would have to go to church. And if Beast won, Nightcrawler would have to continue to do his laundry. Yeah. Or do his laundry for a whole month. Yeah, but he was already But all Beast wears is underwear. So... (laughs) Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah, I know, but, like, do you want to clean that underwear? like, five times a day. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Some Covered in fur. Yeah. He got a bunch of like dingleberries because Whoa, when he, when he shits, he gets caught in the hair. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he, I, I guess Beast was thinking of this, and then he says checkmate as he's squeezing him, uh, and Nightcrawler is all like, "You're choking me," and he's like, "Oh, checkmate. Oh, right." And then at that same time, Storm pulls out the sword because that was probably a big part of it that Nightcrawler was ignoring. That in the coffee. Yeah, and uh, then there's that whole like. Oh, I love you, Kurt. You're you are alive. And then there's this whole like, well, not alive. Like Kurt's been saying that he kept like saying all it. series. Like I'm I'm, it, I'm dead. I'm well, he alive. tells everybody right away when they ask him like, "Oh, you're alive." He tells them, "Nope, still dead." Yeah. Uh, except for Beast and Wolverine, he can't really tell them. Well, because he's still choking. They do that joke. Yeah. Because <laughs> like Beast so does did, know it's him, and he's like, "Ah, I'm choking you, buddy." Does it ever get explained? Because uh, you know he dies in the Hickman run, but he was immortal. Yeah, I don't think they care anymore. That's some bull. <laughs> yeah. So Well, I mean, they could have just made him, like, because, I mean, he's not going to heaven or anything, so maybe they made him, like, a new body already But then that's and the, transferred his soul into That's it. sort of the argument, too, is that, like, are any of them ever going to heaven because of the, the in the Hickman run? Because they're mutants. Because they're all just getting reborn all the time. Maybe Kickman's like, there are no such thing as souls, only the mind. So my logic tracks and everyone else's is dumb. I don't know if he has, uh, if, if he's thinking about this at all, but there is a run on <laughs> Scarlet Spider-Man where they say that, because Scarlet Spider-Man, if you've ever read it, he comes back over and over and over and over and over fucking again. Mm-hmm. And uh, they point out that like every time you come back, there's like a piece of your soul that's missing. So you start to become, like, a more shitty person. And uh, he doesn't... That's why he's a bad guy in the, in the clone books uh-huh. that he, that they did. 
So uh, he had to have his soul restored to coming back to being a good guy. But they did set the precedence for when you die and you come back, you it affects your soul. That's interesting, though, that, like, now I'm thinking, like, there's less of you here, but there's, like, an almost built version of you in heaven. So you're, like, there's, like, a body of yours walking around, but it's, like, missing, like, half a head and an arm. Because, like, you haven't died enough times, and every time you do die, more of your, like, afterlife person gets built. Well, it's, like, the same thing. I feel like that's just in Scarlet Spider. Yeah, probably. Because I've never, obviously, X-Men people are dying all the time. And Hickman barely looks at X-Men history let alone to be looking at anything else. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Sp- Spider-Man. Is, Scarlet Spider-Man has died a whole lot. Probably more than anybody else. Because Gene would be straight evil, too. It's actually pronounced Gene! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, they gave uh, Storm the cat eyes in this book, though. They did a close-up and actually gave her the cat eyes, which is cool. Yeah, so uh, cut to... Uh, What's-her-face? Starfire... <laughs> I almost called her Starfire. Firestar and uh, Iceman... They are surrounded by a bunch of bamps, and they're like, "Huh, how did this happen? I was in the middle of trying to set uh, hell on fire, and, and you know these little things showed up and showed me I was stupid." I just noticed her her costume is so tight you can see her belly button. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's just funny. And uh, Nightcrawler shows up and he's like, "Hey, so I see you met my fr- my friends, my pals. They helped you out." He's like, "My kids, <laughs> my babies, Brothers. yeah." My baby boy. Uh, and then that's when he sort of, because he explains what they are. He's like, well, they're my flesh and blood. And like, what? And then this is when you find out the origin of the Bamps. That, so, on National Horny Day, too. This, this is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, a, like a queen maggot thing had a bunch of maggot babies with uh, a changeling, a demon. Like, f- fuck the hell maggot basically is what happens and then you get a bunch of maggot babies heaven wheel and then uh another demon azazel pours his blood into the mouths of these uh maggot babies again hell maggot babies and then they all turn into little like demon versions of himself and then he just sort of has him do his bidding (laughs) so yeah their blood just does anything apparently they just pour it on stuff and it does things. Well, I just took it like that's sort of a blood pack between, like, I mean, I mean, he was feeding them. I think the the maggot thing is like they were gonna die. Yeah, well, they're they're in hell. Like, yeah, but it gets brought up later too. That like is okay. Yeah, like it's crazy that any it was a miracle that life was made in hell at all because <laughs> it's hell, you know. You hey, they do that, it too. You wouldn't say that if you saw the nasty fucking that went on between those two. <laughs> You'd not be calling it a miracle. <laughs> uh, but did you guys notice the Bamps, though, kind of look like if Damian Wayne Cottis played as Nightcrawler, but he was a baby? Huh. I know, I never took that into account. I can see that. I can see I it. I can see that a little bit. Anyway, so cut back to Wolverine and Northstar in their weird, like, snowy area of the afterlife and north star is like all right man well we're just gonna keep walking forward i guess but i'm gonna take another look around just don't fall and he's like uh right on <laughs> and north star flies <laughs> yeah, off yeah, yeah, sure. and he immediately falls down yeah <laughs> uh, and then he has his sort of flashback of nightcrawler and they're like in a bar and he's like yeah i'm gonna die alone <laughs> this is basically what it was like nightcrawler was like you don't want to have a family or nothing and he's like no nah, i don't see that happening for me and he's like yeah but isn't it gonna be like 
you don't want to die alone. No one wants to die alone. Meanwhile, he's like dying alone. (laughs) (laughs) And then sure enough, Nightcrawler shows up and he's like, hey, man, you're not going to die alone. We got that was little. Oh, yeah, it is Nightcrawler. Yeah. Well, it's a BAMP first and then Nightcrawler. Little BAMP, yeah. They share a hug. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, get up, buddy. We got whiskey and people for you to stab. And he's like, whiskey? <laughs> and then he's up, he's like, I'm just kidding. We don't have alcohol. But there are people to stab. <laughs> um, I don't know if, uh, I don't think you have, Devin. I don't know about you, Justin. But uh, have you guys ever seen A Good Place? A Good Place? Yeah, or The Good Place. No, I haven't. No. I've heard of it. I've so there's like this robot. Uh, there's like, well, <sighs> all right. There's this chick who's like an entity who can provide everything for everybody. <laughs> But, like, she's not a girl and she's not a robot. And everybody always calls her girl or robot. Oh. And so, like, it just reminds me of the way that Nightcrawler's, like, they'll be like, oh, you're alive. And he's, like, not alive. Because <laughs> they're always like, what's up, girl? She's like, not a girl. Mm. Uh, so, issue five. We're back at the Xavier, or not Xavier, uh, the Jean Grey Institute. And you got, like, a line of red bamps and blue bamps fighting each other. And the red bamps are trying to cut off the portal and the blue bamps are trying to keep it going. And you have the X-Men that are there also, like, fighting. And Warbird's like, who do I kill? And it's like, obviously the red ones. Like, you fight the red ones. Like, you're not that stupid. Just Why are you that stupid? This is the way you were saying that it reminded me of that Chris Rock joke. <laughs> like, oh, you Jesus. got two types of bamps. There's red bamps and there's blue bamps. Ignorant-ass blue bamps to keep ruining it for the red bamps. You got it wrong. It would have been the ignorant ass red bamps. Hey, it all depends on what way you're. <laughs> but just the way you said that reminded me of the Chris Rock joke. You know, I just noticed this because it's uh, National Horny Day. You got a blue bamf over here staring at Warbird's ass with literal heart eyes. <laughs> Is he? I did not oh, see that. Yeah, he has heart it. eyes just staring right at the cheeks. Wow. That's fantastic. Uh, anyway. The X-Men and the Afterlife are also, like, they're finally, uh, Nightcrawler has, like, his ship, uh, like, his crew that's gonna go after Azazels, and they sail to Azazel, and they all start fighting, um, and there's, like, a a moment where Azazel calls Nightcrawler boy, and then that turns out to be a really big deal, because they dedicate an entire two-page splash page of the fight, and just Nightcrawler teleporting with Azazel, fighting him saying i am not your boy i'm not your boy bro <laughs> i'm not your buddy guy yeah yeah that was pretty much what it was because he didn't say you're my boy he just said boy yeah um and not a lot ha- like this this is like sort of the crescendo of the entire thing so there's not a lot of uh story elements taking place just a big fight between everybody um wolverine gets stabbed and isn't healing exactly right like so xavier's in their heads telling them that the archangels are coming because that's the one thing is, like, uh, Azazel is actually afraid of the Archangels, apparently. And, like, we never actually see an angel in this entire yeah. arc. Not Archangel. Just Archangels. Yeah, like the yeah, actual... It's just a bunch not, of Warrens. Not, yeah, it's a bunch of... <laughs> no, no. The actual Archangels of Heaven. And we don't see any angels in this arc. Except... No. The... The... Angel. Warren. <laughs> not Warren. Right, he's just, just angel. angel. Yeah. Oh yeah, except for the one who's not a real angel. Um, so real, I like how uh, Nightcrawler's giving orders to him, and they're all like, or a couple of them are dressed like pirates. Beast has a damn bandana on. Yeah, but he says, "Prepare to repel borders." And Wolverine stabs some dude. And he's like, "You just got repelled, bub." <laughs> I think uh, one of them 
was it Iceman who who makes a comment too about like how like do we have a plan or was the plan just like dress like pirates and and, and charge? I'll, I'll yeah. tell you what the plan was. It's the same plan that Hickman has. Fucking swords. Every <laughs> yeah, sword has everyone has a sword. Some fucking swords. Oh man, you mean like because of Corona, ten of swords is gonna get pushed, isn't it? That's fine. Oh man, yep. I wanted to know what the deal of like what was all those tens of swords about. Well, you got it right here. Just fucking swords. <laughs> like even Iceman got it. High swords. Yeah, he's got dual swords. So uh, Wolverine says straight to Nightcrawler. Always hated damn teleporters. Oh yeah, Cause, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> racist. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, Azazel he teleports behind Wolverine and stabs him, and uh, yeah, he just runs away. So really, they didn't achieve much of anything so far. Like they're just fighting a bunch of demons, I guess. And they, I don't know. I mean, okay. So what happened? It's still confusing. This is one of the things that seems so stupid to me. So Nightcrawler is like, hey man. Shitty time for you to not have a healing factor, because lame, you just got stabbed. <laughs> and then he goes off, probably because he was mad about the teleporter's comment, now that I think back <laughs> to it. Oh, did you get he, stabbed? Because he kind of just leaves him to die. <laughs> uh, but he's like, uh, now, right? Like, sort of talking to the vamps, because he explains early on, well, not, not so, like, last issue, when he's explaining the vamps in general, that, like, he has his bamps because he promised them something. Whereas, like, his dad gave them his own blood to turn them. You know, he he promised them something else to be on his side and helped him with this whole thing. And that his... And that just turned them blue and good, yeah, apparently. Yeah, that his whole plan was always to pull the X-Men into the afterlife to help him take out Azazel. So, like, this had been happening for a long time. Like, his war with Azazel has been the span of Wolverine and the X-Men. So this is like one of the things that was like confusing to me because like Wolverine and the X Men had been on for so long and it always se- it seemed like they make it seem like uh, this the all beginning of the book happens right before all the X Men. Yeah, you have to pay attention to the fact that it says some time ago in the upper left hand corner that explains that whole first part. And so like this had always been a thing happening in the afterlife for like a year. Has been like this fight. So he says like now or something like that and like all the bamps know oh this is the moment and they build like they start a gross like bamp voltron thing going on in the on earth where they start just forming a body they just start merging together it looks like in dragon ball z when they blow up boo and they're like oh he's dead and then he starts coming back together yeah uh and while that's happening nightcrawler in the afterlife like grabs azazel and he throws him I guess through the vortex, like the portal thing doesn't make a lot of sense because you never see the portal on the other side of the afterlife. But like they show the panel and they show that Azazel gets thrown through the portal and uh, then Nightcrawler standing over him naked because it's the new body formed by the Bamps. Which is weird. It is weird. <laughs> it's like, you, got, you guys think you could have used one or two more Bamps for the dick? It's like, it's like just a little shadows covering. You can't see anything. Where <laughs> he's like, no, no, never mind. It's, it's my, it's my power. It's my power. It's, it's dark. Just, it's, it's how it's, the vamps it's form just, me. It just looks invisible. It's dark. I'm in a shadow. Yeah. <laughs> my body makes a natural shadow around my crotch, so my genitals always look invisible. Oh, that is one of his powers. Exactly. So I mean, that's deep. That's a deep cut. Justin's talking about exclusively for the dick. Yeah. What you're saying yeah. It's been retconned. <laughs> just dick now. 
So here's more of that stupid shit. blood stuff, though. I know. So, he cut. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you got it. Well, I was. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. I was only going to say. I, I don't know where I was even going. I was just going to rant about it because it bothered me. Oh, you know, because it bothers me too. Because it makes no sense. So, like, he's all right. So his whole point, right, is that he needs to drag Azazel to Earth because Azazel's too powerful in the afterlife. Because Azazel's whole plan is to become god and the devil and to control everything and so the only way to fix it is to get rid of him so he's like i'm gonna bring you to earth and so like so now they're there but like then he stabs himself like nightcrawler stabs himself with a sword that you don't see <laughs> he doesn't actually. stab himself he cuts his hand oh well, yeah <laughs> he's either not way. like through his appendix yeah, all right either way he, cu- he cuts his hand he, and there's blood dropping but like there's a hiss and there's like smoke but that's it like it's just a close-up of his hand and blood dripping out Ass- and then you don't see that tied to anything else on the page. I assume, because he does say he he banished Azazel so he can't go back to the afterlife. He's stuck on Earth. So I'm assuming there it's some kind of blood spell that's sticking him to Earth. But how? All he did was drop his blood Magic! On <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He says, I used his own blood magic to cut him off from his armies to bind him to the Earth forever. It's like, how? When are you a damn wizard, Nightcrawler? <laughs> yeah. He, he had a lot of time in the afterlife. He was just sitting there looking at everything. Maybe he was watching Doctor Strange. <sighs> Fucking weird. The person, not the movie. But why would that stop Azazel from dying and go- and going back to the afterlife and then doing it all over again? Um, magic. Yeah, n- it, nothing was explained. Uh, whatever. It's fucking magic. <laughs> so Wolverine, like everyone gets uh, brought back and they close the portal <laughs> Except for one guy. Huh? <laughs> Xavier looks so pissed. Oh, yeah. And they forgot about it. He's like, wait, wait, you guys, I'm running. <laughs> Everybody just left him there. There's no children here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Michael Jackson got to all of them first. Because <laughs> he helped them and they don't even like bring him up. Yeah, well, Wolverine actually, completely forgot about it. it's interesting, too, because uh, Nightcrawler, he's speaking to Nightcrawler at the end there, saying that the Archangels are coming. It's not his fight. He doesn't need to do what he's about to do. Uh, and then he he does it anyway. He's like, because I, I have to take care of Azazel. That's, it's my responsibility. Um, and he does say, too, when they're on Earth, like, the Earth is his prison and I'm his jailer. But also, he's just now free to do terrible things on Earth. Like, you're not going to keep, an, like, what? Come on, man. Blood magic. Well, it's it's because Nightcrawler's dope, but he's not that dope that he's always gonna have one dude. Well, it's because under he control he knows time. that like yeah, Azazel will go to Earth and cause shit, but it, it wasn't about stopping him from doing evil things. It was about cutting off his source of power. Yeah, because he, in he was, he, he was literally becoming God yeah. and the devil in the afterlife. Yeah, so he was stopping him from having like like political power. But you know how. <laughs> No, I mean, no, no, no. I'm not saying how is he on Earth. I'm saying how, like, because it still doesn't make sense that Azazel was conquering the afterlife. Like, that's part of well, the premise like, of all this that's so dumb that Azazel... There's like 15 afterlives. ...was conquering so, the afterlife. I mean, like, all of it. He was conquering all of the afterlife. Like, no, that was his... Just heaven and hell. He wasn't conquering, like, Dormammu's plane. And yeah, but he was working on it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Although, like, like, a really small subsection. Those were the heaven and hell where, like, nobody really cared about. There's nobody in power. Yeah. So he was was vacant. He just took the throne because, like, Mephisto's in, like, the crazy. Maybe that's part of why Nightcrawler was, like, bummed out about it. Like, man, it's not even a cool heaven. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's way more hells in Marvel than there's heaven. Uh, Yeah, so anyway. um, There's this one, and then there's the one where it's just a writing room with Jack Kirby. Nightcrawler is uh, brooding on the roof, and Wolverine comes up to try to cheer him up, and he's like, "Yeah, so I got healed, you know, mutant uh, medicine, basically magic, you know." Uh, <laughs> but how? Blood. <laughs> <laughs> he actually probably did get a blood transfusion. He probably did get a blood transfusion. Um, and he's like, "So, Azazel fed them blood. What did you give them to trade?" For your new body and all this stuff, and he's like, you know what? Absolutely nothing. And Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a coupon for Burger King. <laughs> and it turns out what he actually did was sell his soul to them. <gasps> yep, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and well, all he had was his soul. Yeah, it's the only thing he had to offer up. And a little piece for you, a little piece for you. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Because there were so many bamfs. Yeah, <laughs> he just had to shatter and spread it apart. Uh, what's weird to me is they used enough medicine on Wolverine to heal him, right? Yeah. So, his cut, where he got stabbed through the stomach, is healed. But he has to have band-aids on the tiny little cuts on his face. Yeah. It's just to look cool. <laughs> it's just to show you he's been through some stuff. Was he fucking Nelly? <laughs> 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 he did do that. <laughs> just had random band-aids. Uh, anyway, he uh, it goes back to the internal... Uh, like thought boxes, and he's now he. It's the opposite. He's pining for the fact that he had paradise and he didn't appreciate it when he had it, and now he can never have it again. So you know, sort of the end for make up your damn mind. Yeah, but yeah, this leads to him being sort of immortal because he can't go to the afterlife and he got kicked out. Weird stuff. Well, he jumped. Remember? Oh yeah, but now it's like every time he shows up, the bouncer doesn't let him in. Yeah, he's like. I don't remember you. Well, because he doesn't have a soul now. That's why he can't go back. I'm just thinking of like St. Peter now as like a, a buff dude in a black t-shirt with glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> He's letting all the hot girls in first. I, I, like, I like too the idea that like it's um, he keeps on like telling them like, no, you can come in and then every time Nightcrawler tries to walk in, he's like uh, uh, like stepping in front of him like, uh, where you go? Uh. Like pulling the Stewie? Yeah. <laughs> Stewie got buff. Uh, he's got one of those like like security earpieces in too. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of instead of like the big book you always see him supposedly having, he's just got a clipboard. Yeah, it's a list. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Nightcrawler just left the gates and he's like, yo, yo, you got me, right? Like you see like uh, yeah, yeah. And he comes back. You he's like draw this. <laughs> and he goes to come back in and he's like, whoa, 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 where are you going? He's like, you just saw me. He's like, I see you. Please for the love of God draw this so we can put it on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Uh yeah sure. It, <laughs> it's like the shirt's way too tight because he's so buff. <laughs> so ripped. <laughs> but he's still wearing sandals. Yeah, just a black shirt that says security. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's heaven, so he's still wearing sandals. Yeah. <laughs> looking like Hayachi now. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's that's it for this first arc of Amazing X Men and only arc that we're covering. But yep. yeah, it it <laughs> was better than I remembered it being. Just there, you think back to some parts and you're like, oh, well, that was dumb. Yeah, or if you're just yeah, the whole blood stuff. 
I could have dealt without all that. Yeah, and I was t- I was talking to Tony about this before we were recording. Like, I don't understand. Like, it always bugs me when people bring up souls and don't explain why they're valuable, why they're needed. Like, Azazel was on this big hunt to collect souls, but like, for what? Yeah, I think that uh, I don't know. I don't want to diss Jason Aaron, but creating stuff yeah, of his careful. own, this like his own ideas, uh, that that they just weren't that great. Really? Some people just do better creating stuff than they do like working with other people's stuff. I mean, I liked his, a lot of his Wolverine and the X-Men stuff. Well, yeah, I liked that too, but what did he actually create in there? Um, I mean, he basically created the whole uh, Quentin Choir uh, Wolverine relationship. Well, yeah, but I mean like a Bamf is a new character. <laughs> so you just hate Bamf? So you're hating, him, you're hating on him because no, of the like, He made Bamf, Somebody... Man. It seems very easy to make a better origin story than the one he made for Bam. You made Jane Foster Thor. Uh, yeah. uh, he said, "What good things did he do, man?" Have you not read any of that? I know. You're just. I know. Yeah, I'm just hating just on have the, the, the. No, I haven't read enough of his sheeple. stuff to know. But fuck you. I, just, <laughs> I don't even. I don't remotely like care anything. about Thor. I don't care that he did that. <laughs> but it's it's like the one of the interesting things that happened with Thor. I wasn't hating on, like, the progressiveness of the era when they were like, okay, Captain America's going to be black and Thor's going to be a woman. Like, all right. I kind of prefer saying this. Captain America over Steve. At least he's not racist. Steve's a racist. Yeah. Uh, But I don't, like, it just seems so clunky. The whole, like, the Bamfs are going to form together and create a Megazord that is Kurt. (laughs) Yeah, that makes zero sense. One giant Bamf. Yeah, it, pouring blood in a maggot's mouth to make red bamps. No, no, that, and then you've, that makes sense because it was they were the byproducts of a demon shapeshifter and maggot, a, a maggot. Yeah, group. but then a Philly cheesesteak turns them blue. This makes no sense. <laughs> I like how you you made the Philly cheesesteak. You're, you're referencing <laughs> yourself. Like he. That's canon. He, he promised them his soul. Is they what offered he did. him a cannon. But still, though, oh, you, your soul. All right, I you guess I'm blue. Lots of cannons. In this book. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention that guy uh, was, Ship like, cannons. monologuing, and his cannon got turned around on him and shot him. Like, I was having such a good day. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> My stimulus check just came through. <laughs> 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 oh, but, yeah, that was uh, this issue of Mexmen, our social media. You should go check those out. Yeah, and we got shirts on sale. Buy yeah. those. I mean, if you have money left. Yeah, your stimulus check. You got the stimulus check. Yeah, don't spend that on rent or (laughs) (laughs) bills. Um, Buy our merch. Yeah, make sure to check out our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Everything is at Mexman Podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Justin, what is your favorite thing that we have uh, at our Tee Public? You know, I don't know. I'm torn between the onesie or the tapestry. Yeah, so buy it. Get a tote bag, actually. Even if even if you just went and looked, you don't have to buy anything. Just look at the stuff; they're cool. <laughs> Tell your friends. Share the podcast with your friends. Subscribe to the podcast on everything. Yes, please. On everything. You guys are playing off me so well mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, you know it. Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> the one you should get a bunch of. Wait, is there stickers? Yeah, get some stickers yeah, get and stickers. put them around like on stop signs in people's cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah get, real, get real hood with it. <laughs> yeah, do all that stuff, but we didn't tell you to do it. Oh, yeah, uh, the link for everything is in the show notes. Uh, so go into there and click them, and uh, that's for today. Ooh.